Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial when you go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash row. Over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for your Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. This is the World of Row Podcast. And introducing your host, standing at 6'5", weighing 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos! Alright, people, let's get into the show. Sit back, relax, crank up your audio level to the highest decibel, because it's now time for the World of Row podcast. I'm your host. My name is Ro. People call me Roel. Raul. No, don't call me Raul. I hate that. I actually, actually really hate that. Um, you guys know me as this podcaster, but you know, I'm a man of other things. You know, I'm a man who loves the Chicago Cubs. I love having the occasional, you know, chocolate chip pancakes from Magnolia pancake house that's a free plug in san antonio if you're in san antonio go check out that place i enjoy an an occasional energy drink but uh i don't drink enough water i need to drink more i don't know where i'm going with this guys i'm just kind of like ad-libbing all this stuff i usually try to say something witty or funny or something that you don't know me as um I'm a I'm a delightful husband, a wonderful father. I am just an overall astounding person. I'm the guy who sets out his trash every Monday and Thursday to pick up. You get the idea, guys. Uh, I'm a I'm this is a show and I'm flabbergasted. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, this podcast is available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, WorldOfRow.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio. Yes, that's a thing. Uh. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, the best way that you can help out, of course, is take the time to go to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash world of row. <laughs> you can donate a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever you want to donate. And you can commit to that every month and you get inside to bonus content, bonus episodes, which I haven't done. And I do apologize uh, working on it. It's been a little hectic the last few weeks for me. Um, uh, I would really appreciate that. Also, please write a review on iTunes. Five stars. Tell everyone how you love the show. Tell them that it's your podcast podcast flavor of the week. I think that's probably what I'm trying to say. Uh, share with your friends. You know, tweet it, Instagram it, maybe text it, uh, phone call, uh, Morse code. Use your special code and say, or maybe like a beeper. Remember when you used to page people? Send them like a specific code to somebody. Nine one one dash. You know, world of. I mean, you could put the like the the number seven eight nine or whatever it is for for W O R because you like to listen to war, war. Anyway, guys, I really appreciate it. So thank you if you could do that. All right, as you can see, I am all over the place, guys. Um, I hope you've had a fantastic week. My week's been kind of hectic, actually today more so than ever. I got up early, but I kind of just uh, sandbagged it for a little bit. My day off and. Um, my daughter wanted to be an early bird, so we got up early, did stuff around the house, and then I, you know, I took lunch to the wife, to her job. You know, she loves to see me on her, on my days off at work. I like to surprise her occasionally, but although she requested this, and you know, I, I like I like to make a surprise entrance and light up her day. <laughs> yeah, I did that, and then um, I'm just here chilling out, uh, you know, and. Uh, and that's my daughter, as always. 
Um, just, you know, taking it easy now, trying to breathe for a second, although I still feel like I'm going 100 miles an hour. I got my old man coming to visit visit me today. I'm super excited about seeing that. I can probably see that, you know, awesome truck that he just got. And uh, we're going to hang out, maybe do something for his birthday and uh, enjoy enjoy life. You know, I think that that's the, the message that I got. Uh, I sent out last week. If you listen to the show, I talked about kind of being in a rut or kind of I don't know where I was going. Um, as adults, we go through that, right? Where we're kind of just, you know, I don't know, just going through the motions or we don't feel satisfied about something or we feel like we need something. And I, I think what I need is just family time. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have the luxury of seeing my parents every day or every weekend or, or every two weeks we're in different cities. So sometimes it's more difficult to meet up and hang out and, and enjoy time with family and time. Family is very, very precious to me. And I'm sure as it is for all of you, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, just, my my old man's crazy. You know, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, episodes seventeen and eighteen, he was on the show. He may make an occasional appearance here and there, here and there again down the road. But they're a lot of fun. My my old man's a funny guy. Uh, I aspire to be like him. So uh, you know, but life again, life seems to be good. Everything's good, right? Uh, aside from the Cubbies losing last night, game one, um, the Spurs actually did really well. I'm super excited that they beat the Super. The super team, like super shredder of the NBA, the Golden State Warriors. I'm not a big fan of super teams, but people are probably saying, well, where were you at last year with LaMarcus Aldridge? You know, yeah, that's true. I mean, we kind of look like a super team, but Tim Duncan is not Tim Duncan, 1999 Tim Duncan. I mean, he was older Tim Duncan, but, you know, I digress. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, I uh, I was on the Naked Diner this week. I, as I mentioned last week, I was on the show and this dropped this Monday. And uh, that was a lot of fun interacting with Andy and Jack Maturko. Jack has been on the show a few times and uh, it was really, really fun. Man, I, I feel like I just can't put my words together today. But, you know, I, I try to be real for you guys. And, you know, I was talking to my buddy Clint, you know, from the Geek Dig podcast. And we were talking about how sometimes life can be full of full of swings i guess or like a roller coaster ride right ups and downs but he what he said was i i really really took it to heart and i liked it a lot was that we have the strength from our friends to kind of help us get through some of those days and and that's important right we always have to have our friends if you don't talk to a lot of people if you're going through something it's always good to talk about it and even if you're introverted or you like to keep it inside sometimes i don't know i mean i don't know where i'm going with this but it's good to have friends is what I'm trying to say. And sometimes talking, whether it's something that's just the, the, the smallest of things can bother you and it can carry a lot of weight on you. I don't know how you are, but some people are like that. I think of like Bret Hart with the Montreal screw, uh, Montreal screw job. If you guys, and I know that a lot of you don't watch professional wrestling, but some, you know, that situation where he kind of potentially got screwed by WWE. If you guys aren't familiar with it, Google it, read about it. And Bret Hart held a grudge for almost 12, 13 years, and he finally put it to bed. And that's not good. You know, that's not good on you. That can take a toll on you, stress, health-wise. You need to li- Jim Valvano said it, and I've said this before. Have a full day of emotion, right? You know, laugh, cry. And uh, I think he said love. I don't know. I've heard that speech so many times, and it always moves me because the guy was 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 he had bone cancer. He was he was dying, 
and he goes up and accepts like well, I think it was like one of the first SP awards. He accepts this award and he's talking and he's so confident and I mean and it was really really inspiring. I mean, God rest his soul. He was one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time and has this everlasting legacy. And one of the things that he says at the end is don't give up. Don't ever give up. And sometimes I think we take for granted what we really have and we put the smallest of problems in our way and we, we let it just control us. And maybe I'm, I might be, you know, for me a little bit, I have this problem, right? Some of these little things. And I think we all do. It's like everyday life. we tend to forget about what, what we have, right? Like, you know, your family, your, you know, if you're married, your wife or your spouse and, and, uh, you know, being able to, to get up in the morning, right? That's the first thing is always, Hey, you got up in the morning, got up in the morning, you're alive, you're well. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, you, we, we all need to stop and think about some of those things. Hey, I have a coffee or I have, I'm, eat, I'm getting to eat lunch today because I'm working and I'm able to pay for it. Or I'm able to come home and see my family, things like that. You know, we should all take that to heart a little more, you know, I don't know. That's my deep thought of the week. Not I don't know. I know that's my deep thought of the week, and I sometimes I feel like I need to take like ten minutes, you know, ten, 10 minutes out of my day or fifteen minutes out of my day, and kind of just pull myself back in from wherever I'm at. Whether it's something at work that's bothering me or something else that's bothering me, I need to take a step back and just kind of pull in the reins a little bit and get myself together. And try doing that seriously. If you if you can try to do that, it, it would um it would really help you. I promise you. It'll help out a lot. Okay. So, guys, this week I have a doozy. You like that word? I have a doozy. I've got a great podcast today. Now, two of the guests that are on the show, I have I have two two different interviews set up today. But one is with two people and one was, is with one. <laughs> uh, so, Jack Materko is actually back on and so is Andy Hall from The Naked Diner. So, Andy, this is Andy's first time on the show. I wanted to talk to Andy and Jack at the same time. So I've got them both on the show, and that's the first interview. After I did my interview with the Naked Diner, I came on the show. Um, I said, hey, let's you guys come on my show. Let's talk for a little bit. So we we set that up. We talked for a good 40 minutes, and a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a day off on a Saturday, no less. It was a day the, the Cubs clinched the World Series, so that was a blast. And it was just like, woohoo, let's, let's just have a great day. It was, I was fired up that day. And then so after, after I finished that interview, Sam Slade came back on. And we had a different conversation than we did last time. And I gave Sam so much shit because he couldn't just, you know, come on the sh- – he couldn't come to the house and do the interview in person. So, guys, again, there's a little bit of audio issues here and there with Sam on the podcast. So if, give Sam shit on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever – just tell him, hey man, get your rear end there over there at Royal's house. I just said rear end. Who says it? Get your ass to Royal's house next time you. Different conversations and they're they're a little politi- politi- politically heavy to a certain to a certain extent, guys. I'm not the most politically correct person or the a savant, if you will. But the older I get, I need to have more concern. And I I, I sound like a broken record because the last few episodes. We've talked about this, and I think it's because the closer we're getting to election time, it's become a heavy, heavy topic for a lot of people, whether you're podcasters, whether you're just working or you're live or whatever, you know, locker room talk, so to speak. <laughs> I think it's just coming to that level now where we're having to talk about it and we feel like we like it has to be addressed and people it's it weighs on people's minds, but they're still, these are still hilarious interviews. I hope you enjoy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to come back. 
and after I finish with with uh, Jack, and after the J- the Jack and Andy interview finishes, I'll come back on and we'll talk about Sam. But uh, yeah, I hope you really enjoy these episodes. Music of the week is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com slash Row. Over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Books like The Rise and Fall of WCW, uh, De- uh, Derek Jeter Autobiography, whatever you're into, guys. There's so much stuff out there that you can find. It's quite enjoyable to listen rather than read. Although reading is good, it gets the brain working. You guys don't need me to tell you how reading is fundamental. We've all seen Class Act numerous times, and we all went to grade school. So, But listen to it. It's fun. Plug it in if you're not listening to a podcast, my podcast, or while you're on the road, and you can listen to some great, to some great audio books there. All right. So the music song, I don't know what to call this segment. I'm going to call it Music of the Week, and it's by Steve Goodman. The song's called Go Cubs Go in honor of the Cubbies being in the World Series. I hope you enjoy the song, and then we'll be back with Jack and Andy from the Naked Dynamite. Go ahead, bro, man. This is—I'm going to shut the fuck up. No, no, no. You—you you don't need to shut the fuck up. You. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. <laughs> are you? Are you the big? Uh, are you a big Red Sox fan? I grew up going to the Red Sox games back in the 1970s when Louis Tion was still pitching. Wow. And, and I—I know that's how old I am. And Kalia Stremski and and Jim Rice and all those guys. Uh, Carlton because- Fisk. Right, Carlton Fisk, right? Yeah. And and I have brought my children to Fenway Park. Yeah. The thing is is that it's so it's difficult for me to watch baseball on TV. It it's really hard, yeah. You got to be there. It's hard. Even 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be there, and you got to risk the fact there's going to be some guy from Southie, you know, spilling one beer on your back. But that's part of the majesty of Fenway Park, my friend. Yeah, it's it's so, hollow so ground it, right there. Hollow ground, and and I love the place, but it's expensive. And getting there, you know, I mean, I don't have a problem getting there because mm-hmm. I'm in the Boston area. Right. But but it it is, it is an investment of a lot of time and a lot of money. And yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, you know, a lot of how I invest my time is based on my kids, but also on my girlfriend too. And if mm. she's not interested in going and spending like three or four hours watching the Red Sox play, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, and I and I have to have sex on a regular basis, my friend. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's going to keep you, you sane. Know, it, it, it's <laughs> it's not going to make me crazy. Yeah, right? definitely not. You know. <laughs> You don't want to keep doing that other stuff because it'll make you go blind. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think you'd be in the Boston area without being involved in Red Sox Nation or with the Patriots, believe yeah. it or not. And I know that the Patriots, you know, were hated um, across the country. No, I don't hate the Patriots. Oh, really? Huh? I no, thought that I, was mandatory at Texas. We, we, no, 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 no. Texas, they're... I, I'm I'm not speaking for Texas here. I'm speaking speaking for me. I don't I don't have any support of any. I mean, the only Texas team I support in sports is the Spurs, and the, everything else they can all, they can all kiss my ass. But I mean, <laughs> so but I like it because they they constantly you know make reference to Bill Belichick to Greg Popovich, and if you see their post game interviews, they're 100% identical, except Bill Belichick's more of a dickhead than Popovich is. Bill Belichick is kind of like a uh, uh, a stoic philosopher <laughs> who just gives monosyllabic answers. You know, well, if uh, <laughs> if Aristotle was managing, no, he's not really. Uh, who, who's who's the fan? Jack is the smart one out of the two of us. Jack, name a famous stoic philosopher. I thought you were going to say like Walt Whitman uh, or Socrates. Seneca, Seneca the Younger. So Seneca the Younger, if he was managing <laughs> the fucking Patriots, <laughs> then he'd be doing interviews like like bill belichick i think yeah yeah bill bill belichick i just remember one post game he did he just kept saying we're on to cincinnati we're on to cincinnati he said that like for every answer i was like damn what a dick but he's actually really <laughs> he's really he's really not a dickhead he's actually a really nice guy i just don't think he he's just not very um you know open to doing those press press conferences i think it's only because his contractor contractor oh yeah Obligations contract. You know what I'm saying. I can't even say the word. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. I mean, if you get into a career to be an athletic coach, right? Talking to the media isn't your first priority. Nobody goes into coaching because they enjoy talking to the press, right? You're like, yeah. You're like, fuck you. I don't want to do this. No. Anyway, um. So, so uh, Andy, when you go to uh, Fenway Park, do you ever hear the voice saying, "Go the distance"? No. <laughs> You know what I'm. Re- I always think of. I, I always think of like uh, the 1986 Red Sox versus the Mets. To tell you the truth. Oh yeah. And 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 I, I having grown up in 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 the area for such a long time, it's still hard to believe that even after all this time, that the Red Sox have actually won World Series within my lifetime. Yeah, they won you know, three in the last still, like what 15 years, 10 years. It does. It seems very unrealistic to tell you the truth. It yeah. still seems like going through the looking glass kind of shit. Yeah, that's the true. Pitch, the the Patriots, you know, you kind of gotten used to the idea that they're they're who they are. Yeah. Even though, you know, when I was growing up, once again, they 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 weren't they the, weren't a winning team. They were the lovable <laughs> losers, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were they were the bad news bears kind of stuff. Yeah. But but I was able to get over the fact that oh now now that there is an expectation 
that they're going to be winning a vast majority of the games during during their their season. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So Jack Maturko, welcome back. Uh, hey. So so I mean I I'm obviously I mean I'm going to take this out but um you you, you uh, uh I'm just going to say you know this is the first time we have the naked diner on the podcast and uh, I do a monologue that covers everything but um. You got naked the both guys because Jack's been on the show twice, and Andy, this is the first time on the show. I'm, I'm really excited to have both of you on, especially you because you're a pretty funny guy. And not that I don't like Jack because I love Jack. Jack and I have done two shows. I met him in person. I had lunch with him at some Burroughs or whatever that place was called. I mean, it was okay. No offense, Jack. That's like the <laughs> fifth is time. Some, I is make- there some controversy about this <laughs> restaurant, Jack? Tell me. Tell me about your heartfelt. I, I, I don't think there's controversy about this oh, restaurant, but I, I think there's just a. You know there are regional differences in in Mexican food. I have between... to I have to bust his balls a little bit about it. <laughs> so speaking as a northeasterner, is there a difference between um, like Texan Mexican food? Oh, and dude, so, yeah. I, I don't understand. I don't. Oh understand. man, well, see, you're in the East Coast. I don't even know if yeah. if there's even a word spit around called Tex-Mex up there. But if you come to Texas, Tex-Mex is just oh my goodness, it's great. Now this is. This is this, this is to to really appreciate how little Andy grasps the concept of of southwestern food. <laughs> I need to point out that this is a man who mixes salsa and mayonnaise together and thinks that's a good idea. What the They're fuck? Awesome combination. <laughs> the next thing you're gonna tell me you love mayonnaise, Andy. I uh. You know, even though I am adopted, I will say that my father, my adopted father, was part of the Mayflower Society. Oh man! I, he came over on the original boat, so to speak, here in uh, oh. in New England. So, so yeah, he, so mayonnaise was... is part of my my uh, uh, lifeblood, there, my friend. So is he? He's part of the genocide that happened? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> proud, proud member. <laughs> Didn't even make any bones about it. the guy was a racist. So it's... Whoa. If, if, if you're a white dude in the Boston area during the 1950s, and I think that's kind of that's mandatory. I yeah, think. it is. I think it's kind of mandatory that you, you wear your hat proudly. Kind of but see, but yeah. it's, it's different though because Boston's like part of the original 13 colonies. Is that right? That is. Oh right. yeah, yeah, no doubt. We 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 were the troublemakers. Yeah, yeah. See, see, but if you come to Texas, I don't know how it is for you in Arizona, Jack. But in Texas, dude, they there's still people that think the wrong side won the Civil War. Oh, man. I'm not even, I, and I, I, I wish I would, I, I wish I could tell you I was fucking kidding, but I'm not kidding at all. I, I've, I was, I've heard that you know, like twice. Yeah, that exists in in a lot of the South too. Yeah. Right? Oh my goodness, dude. There's people still proudly waving their Dixie flags, dude. It's pathetic. Arizona, not so much, because, well, I mean, Arizona. You, you guys weren't even a territory state, back then. I mean, you were a territory, right? But you weren't a state. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona wasn't a state until 1914. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny, right? Because uh, one of my coworkers, her, she's from the Midwest, and her grandmother came down here, and she was telling me this story. She was like, my grandmother came down, and she's like, Jesus, there's a lot of Mexicans here. Why is there so many Mexicans? She's like, (laughs) and I don't know if that's the most (laughs) racial term I've ever heard, but she was like, well, well, Grandma, you know, back in the day, this was Mexico, you know. Yeah, exactly. The U.S. kind of took it from them, you know, back in 18-something or other. And I was like, yeah. That- that's that's the thing that really drives me nuts about this whole, you know, build a border wall Trumpism bullshit. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They're like, well, you know, I mean, we've got all these we've got all these illegal immigrants. And they're just like, no, 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 no. You need to understand some of those people 
weren't citizens, but they lived here when it became a state. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they don't have any paperwork. I mean, those people are still here. They're grandmothers who lived here when it was still Mexico. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the the Spanish were in the quote unquote new world way before the Anglos were. Yeah. They were doing missions and everything. So, um, the idea of, of quote unquote Hispanics or Mexicans somehow being interlopers, that's 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 a failure of the American education system, if there was any right there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what, man? I, I didn't mean to giggle, but I, I giggled when you said interloper because I thought of children of the corn because that's what they call those people. You remember? You oh, children, children of the corn. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> interloper. No, anyway, um, uh, that's like, see, I've had one, and I'm already feeling like I, I feel good right now. See, look at this. This like loosened me up, and I feel really good. That's good. I'm a bad influence on people. Yeah, though. you are a very bad influence. But <laughs> bad influence. No, you know, it's it's funny. You know, you were talking, man. I had a, I lost it, man. I've been doing this. I lost this train of thought. But you know, in Texas, I think it's it's weird because um, there's a lot of people that still think that oh, you know, this like I said, the wrong side won, or this is blah blah blah. This is my land, or this land is your land kind of rubbish but i think obama had did this thing where because uh trump had said something we need to take our america back or whatever or get rid of the immigrants and he's like and obama did this press conference and he said well we're all immigrants this isn't our land it was somebody else's land at one point it's you know what i mean and and i I think that people it pushed people back but it's this election man i i think since I've been old enough, and I'm, I, we're gonna go there because I feel like Andy's like foaming at the mouth to talk about this, and I think you, you're, <laughs> you're the same way, Matarko. But this election has been kind of, um, wow, interesting. Yeah. It brought the hate out on a lot of people. I think. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of scared white people out there. I, I, this is not new. This is not new to anyone. And, ju- and just I, for the record, Andy and Jack are not white guys. They're they're his, they're Hispanic today. No, I don't. Oh, know. Right, right, because Paul, <laughs> Paul is a very honorary. honorary. I'm kidding. You got, you, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So you're saying it brought the hate out in white in a lot of people? There's 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 a lot of fears of America becoming a minority majority country, and. And, you know, no one, no group likes to give up power. You know, it's it's just a just part of our monkey brain, tribalistic kind of uh, just working there. Right. And, you know, it's like you just got to relax. Everything's going to be okay. You can make an argument if I'm going to get a little bit deeper that the reason why the Roman Republic didn't last is because they couldn't integrate different ethnic groups properly and they were dicks to their immigrants and that's why it all fell apart one of the reasons and the idea you know george will who is this republican old school conservative who isn't supporting trump basically said the only thing you need to be a motherfucking american now he didn't use the word motherfucking but the only thing that you need to be a motherfucking american is to basically agree to the basic principles of being a motherfucking american and that's all you that's all you need to do you know, wow. you don't you don't need a piece of paper. You don't need you know, the most important thing is that you agree to the basic principles, the Bill of Rights, whatever, the Constitution, the yeah. the ideas of a quote unquote uh uh somewhat liberal society that everyone gets to do their thing as long as you're not fucking around with other people. Mm-hmm. That's that that makes you an American. That may you know, I, I mean there's no there's no blood t- uh, test. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no 
you know, you have to be in the country for a hundred years or 150 years yeah. to, to be able to again. That's a good point. And I think it's just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of BS, man, with just all this certain things, I guess. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I, it's just, it is what it is. What do you, what do you <laughs> think, Jack? Well, I, I, I think Andy's right about, basically the thing with, with all the anger is you have this group of people who are, well, first of all, they had manufacturing jobs and now they don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're scared to make any kind of transition to a different industry. Yeah. And on top of that, there's this impending sense. It, it there's this impending sense for white people that there that there's going to be this dramatic loss of privilege. And it's almost like it's kind of like sci-fi, right? Sci-fi. <laughs> Where, I just about like, it. Like, like a Star Wars any, reference. Any kind of any, no, no, more like uh, any kind of like like Independence Day. Okay. Right? Okay. Where where there's this this technologically superior other that's coming in and crushing the humans, right? And they've mm. got this, and and so they've kind of got this sense that, okay, well, they're the humans in that scenario, and this this other group that's doing stuff better and being more successful is coming in and taking away everything that they that they thought that they had earned, right? Yeah. And the worst part of that is because of the extended white guilt that exists for all the bad shit that we've done over the course of our history. Yeah. We know we deserve it deep down. <laughs> <laughs> I think Louis C.K. has a routine about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you see, oh, Louis C.K. is awesome, man. I love Louis C.K. Yeah, he is. He's brilliant. Yeah. So, Jack, you saw, was it, was it Andrew WK? Is that is that who you saw? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw I saw Andrew WK last week at. Uh, so so what blew at, my mind? I saw your your post on Facebook was that he did speaking or did he perform? No, he did speaking. Wow, that that blows my mind a little bit. Just because, I mean, okay. So I worked at a music store, guys, back mm. in two thousand, and you guys are gonna love this. I think because we're all, I mean. And I think uh, anyway, I worked at a Sam Goody back in the day. Oh, Sam Goody, sure. Yes, Goody got it. You know. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we uh, Andrew WK made his, you know, his debut back in what was it like oh one or oh two? Anyway, but I just remember it, like his music was just like uh, the she is beautiful, she is beautiful, you know, whatever. And I mean, <laughs> I had no idea that he did speaking now, which is crazy. It's kind of like the way the Ultimate Warrior went from a wrestler to public speaking. I mean, I know he passed away, but. Anyway, I think I think Andrew WK has himself kind of on the he's trying to kind of go on like a Henry Rollins trajectory. Oh, OK, know? yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins is awesome. Yeah, I, I get to see him in December. Bad ass. So so what was the talk about? Jeff? Yeah, what, what was, was it the, about the topic? Uh, yeah. Well, it was it, it, it's Andrew WK. So it was was he screaming into the mic? The, no, no, no. It, I'm, I'm kidding. It, it, it was it was all about the it was all about his his party philosophy, you know. Oh, okay. And and it, it, he takes it. It's it's interesting because it, it seems like if he if he read a few more philosophy books, he'd have better words to try mm. and get out the, the ideas that he's trying mm-hmm. to get out. But it, it it's it it's very. Uh, it's, it's a conundrum. Well, it's this idea of you know you, this is the one life you have, and you should be trying to celebrate that all the time you know yeah wow so that's it's, interesting it's, it's very much a a learn to take pleasure in whatever you're doing kind yeah. of idea and it's it's interesting stuff 
Yeah, it you, really is. You know, yeah, I, I imagine that it is. He seems like a good guy. I think when when I when we had lunch back in July, you had mentioned something about Henry Rollins, right? Was that you did mention that, right? Because you said you were going to see Henry Rollins at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So is he speaking or is he performing? That's speaking. Oh wow! Okay, shit. You can do. You have to. Is it like an open panel where you can do like an AMA kind of thing? Uh, there's a Q and A session after. So you have to ask him, what was it like being in the chase? Not Bad Boys Two, <laughs> but the chase. Am I right? The chase. I I forgot that he was in the chase. Dude. Jesus. <laughs> He's a he's an asshole, but he's hilarious. It just his personality is hilarious in that movie, and even in Bad Boys Two, he's hilarious. Anyway, you know that's one of my favorite um, comedy movies is Hot Fuzz. I don't know if you've ever seen Hot Fuzz. I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it's it just references all of these cop movies, these buddy <laughs> cop movies, and and if you haven't seen it all the way through, it is arguably one of the best written. It's by Edgar Wright. He's the director, and um, Simon Pegg. He he, the actor, and he co-wrote the the script. But it is it's beautiful. It's it's incredibly funny, well written. This set up punchline, set up punchline. It's um, but not stupid. It's it, it's British. So automatically, does that make it smarter than Americans comedy? I don't know. But but it's it's great. It's a great movie. Definitely worth watching if you're into into cop buddy movies. Oh yeah, I, I love cop buddy movies, and I do love British movies. And I and I have to agree with you. I think British. Comedy is hilarious, like Snatch, Full Monty, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Those are good yeah. movies. Lock, yeah. Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. They should have been like subtitles in moments of that movie. I have to tell <laughs> well, well, which I, I, I think Train Spotty needed a lot of subtitles too, but yes, Lock, Stock needs subtitles, and I think Brad so, Pitt. So, do, do you have like um, rules about cursing? Are there any forbidden words? Dude, there's f bombs galore. I mean, there's explicit on my my podcast for okay. a reason. So, so. so, the first the first time that you see um, train spotting, you say to yourself, "Is he saying the word cunt?" And if he is, is he saying it as a noun, an adjective, an adverb? Because because there's a lot of cunts being thrown around. There. Oh, dude, there is, and, and, and the, the, it's, it's very confusing. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's like I, I think Robbie Carlyle and Ewan McGregor both say it like "cunt." You know, this fucking yeah. this funky cunt is not oh. time. You know what I mean? It's it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's so great. I I think the first time I saw it, I. I work when I was working at Sam Gritty, I saw it there and a lot of people would always talk about train spotting and I'm like, okay, I gotta watch this movie and I bought it not even seeing it before. And I'm like, okay, I good purchase. I love I love um, you know, uh all the all the movies. Man, I can't remember the director's name. What's his name? He did Steve Jobs, he did Slum Dog. What the hell is his name? I, I don't remember da- Is it Danny Carlisle? No, not Robbie Carl no, um Danny God shit. Come on, Jack. You See, know who you're gonna make me Google this shit right now. <laughs> no, nope, I don't to, know the name. <laughs> you have to Google it because I. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, train spotting. He did a. He did Steve Jobs. He did Slumdog. I mean, I, Slumdog's not my one of my favorite movies, but Twenty Eight Days Later was great. I mean, Twenty Eight Days Later was magic. Yes. Yeah. Danny man. Boyle. Danny Boyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was just like, man, this is great. I mean, there's some parts that you don't want to remember and don't want to watch in Train Spotting, but. That um, toilet scene, man. Oh my you gosh, just have dude. Of that yeah, shit. dude. Gag reflex. <laughs> have you ever seen Train Spotting Jack? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, dude, gag reflex in that part, man. I just don't. Yeah. And, and they're making a sequel to it. Did you hear about that? 
I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, Transporting yeah. too, and I saw the trailer with like they they played Iggy Pop's Lust for Life, and I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is awesome. I can't wait for it. So that's like my 2017 must see movie on, on top of uh, watching uh, you know Rogue One. Is Rogue One coming out next year? So, no, Rogue One. Rogue December, One's coming. Right? Oh yeah, shit! Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so then maybe we. Uh, I'll watch that. I guess. I just. I just hope that they don't. Um, you know, saturate Star Wars like they did with Marvel. Well, you know, you know what they're trying to do is to build a franchise because obviously there's only what is it two more legitimate Star Wars movies coming out. Yeah, right. Because there's only nine in the original, you know, uh, series, and so they have to branch out if they're going to keep making money. And and you know the nature of, of the movie business is that it's a business, and you got to be making money. And so if they can if they can branch off into other areas and continue the franchise after the next two movies come out, I think that's that's what they're aiming for. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Spot on. I like that. Spot so, on. Spot, spot on. on. Sir. Yes. <laughs> well done, sir. So, uh, you guys, Naked Diner podcast has been in my rotation for the last um, you know six or seven months since Jack and I met. I love the show. I love what you guys do, and I think that you guys bring the the great the greatness between the two of you. So, how, so I mean, I know how it started, but how does how does that work out with you guys? Do you all just kind of like, is it like a good cop bad cop kind of thing when you all go into it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a, I don't know if I've ever. I, it never occurred to me to think of it that way, but I yeah. suppose in in some respects, you know, like whoever is the one who's already been talking to the guest and set up the and booked the mm. show and whatever, is the one who kind of goes in as like the, the lead. Yeah, as the lead, and the other one kind of and and yeah, it ends up being that one of us is always the one kind of. <laughs> Jumping in and needling when things start to get yeah. too uh, formulaic, you know. Yeah. You know, you know. It, it, in my personal life, I always like to ask intrusive personal questions of the person I'm talking to. Sure. And even if it's the first time I've met them, it's like, and, and I preface it with like, "Hi, I'd like to ask intrusive personal questions." <laughs> um, yeah. And and that I think that comes across in the podcast because I like to kind of open them up, find a bit. out what the person's all about. Yeah, yep. yeah. Have you guys ever had a podcast where you were pissed off, or I mean, you pissed somebody yep. off? Well, uh, we've um, had uh, we had the thing with the thing that we had to do the editing thing. You okay, know okay. Yeah. So yeah, mum's the word. Yeah, so Got we had it. to kind of like do that thing. But otherwise, everyone's been and even all in all, we've done fifty-two episodes. Yeah, uh, and everyone's been really cool. Um. Am I am I allowed to be passive aggressive here? I think I'll be passive aggressive for the guests who've showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so some awesome. people haven't showed up. They no showed you. Oh, uh, I'll let Jack handle that. Oh um, no 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 no. You know? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold that's, on. That's super passive aggressive. Yeah, by the way. J- Jack is He's very, setting up it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack's a very passive guy. Okay, so Jack, give me your answer, and then Andy, please, by no means. Just well, right. I, I, I think what, every once in a while you will have a guest flake, and that is super frustrating because then there's a mad scramble, especially, you know, like, it it screws everything up in terms of, it's one thing if we have a couple episodes ahead and we don't need yeah. to worry, but, like, to have a guest flake on a Saturday for a show that's supposed to go out Monday, yeah. and then you need to find somebody else, like, last minute is... is Really that kind of sucks. Really that's that's yeah. what that's what Jack's trying to say. That kind of sucks. And it that's does suck. uh, it, it, and that just eats right into my weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. fuck and, you. And, and, 
And the thing is, if I'm going to explore this topic, please explore deeper, the explore the studio space. Is that we could be we could be waiting to contact with the per to make contact with the person to do the interview after right. we've done our own intro. Yeah. And then 20 minutes goes by, oh, half an shit. hour goes by, and then we'll get some kind of of message saying, "Oh, I'm ready to do this now." And uh, yeah, no. Yeah, wow. we'll figure it out. And that's... and sometimes sometimes it's it's perfectly legitimate. Like like back when we had Jack Blackmore on, she got a flat tire on the way to oh, yeah. her house to record the show. And you know what do you do? But, yeah. but other times when it's just they decided for running, to flake. For for running a rather godless show, we are willing to uh, understand. Mm-hmm. You know, acts of God. Yeah, shit happens. You know, and but you know there there are other times that it's plainly evident. That you know the person who didn't show didn't show because they just yeah weren't interested in doing the show wow. maybe that's kind of messed up yeah I mean it, it's a great show I mean I I've never had anybody you know no call no show man I sound like I work at a job when I say that but uh, I've never had that happen I do have people that cancel through emails and that, that can be frustrating but again sometimes life happens I get it but I mean yeah. I've never had the situation like you guys where you're You've already done your mono and you're ready to go, and then that person doesn't, you know, just never signs on to Skype. Yeah, you're like, so we're yeah. just we're just waiting for person A to be on the show. Well, what do you want to talk about, Andy? Well, let's talk about my weekend, Jack. How about let's talk about you know? Well, I'll tell you what, Jack. I'm just gonna go drink for until the time that the person shows up. If they do, yeah, that's, that's 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 a good plan on my part. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you keep if you if you uh. If you so basically, what you're saying is is that you're wait while you're waiting, you're you're getting uh you're getting bar so to I speak. Can, I I continue my life. That's what I am. If I'm if I'm um, allowed, if I if I don't have the kids with me on mm-hmm. that particular weekend, then yeah. I enjoy myself. Yeah. If if I have the kids with me, I engage in kid related activities, all kinds of fun, until we figure out what the fuck's going on with the guest. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that that makes sense, dude. I, I, life does go on, but it does kind of piss you off a little bit, you know. Well, you know, if you're podcasting or if you're if you're engaging in any of the entertainment business, because let's face it, podcasting, you know, you're part of the entertainment business. You have to be ready to be frustrated on whether it's not getting enough traffic that you think you're warranted. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to be frustrated that the audio doesn't come out the way you think it should you have to be willing to be frustrated that you sound like an idiot at times yeah you have to have a very high tolerance for frustration especially starting out and and within yeah. even the first you know jack and i've been doing this for a year yeah. and i'll still tell you you know it's like i am frustrated on a regular basis at either my own performance or, or you know whatever you know there this it doesn't yeah, and, and and if you want to be good at it, you have to be. You you should be frustrated with yourself. You should be frustrated with with uh, the progression of the show. Yeah, um, I'm 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 sure that Marin or, or or Hardwick, you know, they they I would imagine that they listen to their own shows and they go, man, you know, I I just didn't do as well as I think I should have. I should have asked that question and I didn't. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, but my favorite line, I think the, the the number one common line for Marin's podcast is like, oh, come on, Gallagher. 
I, you know, and to this day, I don't remember ever seeing Gallagher do comedy, man. I know he's done so many one-hour specials on HBO and Cinemax or whatever, Showtime, but I don't remember him. I mean, I, like I said, I grew up in the 80s. Well, and he was, I mean, yeah. Really? I mean, those specials were like in like those constant rotation on, on... HBO? Well, no, it was, it, was, it was before Comedy Central was Comedy Central. It was yeah. Ha, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, and I... they just would play those Gallagher specials like crazy all day yeah well, yeah so, just like on repeat practically yeah well i remember in the 80s they used to show a lot of hbo stand-up specials like george carlin bobcat Goldthwait, yeah. billy crystal but i don't remember him for some odd reason I, I i just remember seeing like like the first time i ever i, I didn't even know bobcat Goldthwait did stand up i just remember him from police academy but he was yeah yeah yeah. he would do his stand-up specials with the the fucking tab can in his hand and talking about mocking tab i mean yeah look at that it's like listen to back to the future yeah give me a tab he's like if you want a tab son you gotta pay you gotta order something you know i I mean i never had tab so i mean this is cool i mean i just i don't anyway so i'm I'm happy to say i've never had tab well i i have i've had joe yeah (laughs) i've had joe cola but i've never had tab so i mean (laughs) there's a weird cult of tab like my sister is really like we'll we'll find a way to get a six pack of tab every now and again as some sort of like throwback to childhood. Well, you know what? Uh, funny you mentioned that because I did see them at HEB a while back. But when I was driving back from California, I did buy a Pepsi Clear. That was fun. Took wow. me back to, yeah, nineteen ninety three, right there. You know, I went back to Pepsi Clear or nineteen ninety two, like, whatever. Like, that was that Van Halen slash Van Hager song. Oh man. So Pepsi I, Clear, drink it down. Bum, 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 bum. They, they did a they did a Pepsi Clear song. They did. They, they oh, used they oh, used that, they used uh, right now. Yeah, oh. they, they used right now. They did use the they, they wasn't singing. It was just the instrumentals. But but yeah, yeah that's I remember that vividly, uh, way too vividly. Apparently, I actually I actually I actually looked that up like just two weeks ago. One of my friends was asked something about Pepsi Clear, and they were just like, "What was the song?" And we were furiously googling to. Wow, and you know, I was just watching. I was just watching the Van Van Halen documentary, but I I do like Sammy Hagar with Van Halen more than I do like Roth, and I might get shit for it right now from you, Andy or Jack. But I mean, oh, well, you know, I mean, um, I you know, I am far more tolerant when I'm on the podcast, anyone's podcast, <laughs> than I am in personal life. So, oh, you're gonna tell me you loved Gary Sharon and Van Halen? What I am going to ask you, and this might be the third rail of your podcast, but uh, explain pro wrestling to me. Oh, okay. So pro wrestling. Yeah, good question. It's entertainment, man. It's it's sports entertainment. It's just like watching a Broadway play, only you know they're they're wearing tights and they have baby oil, and it's just an it's an entertainment thing, man. I mean, I don't look. That, that- there are a lot of Shakespearean elements to it. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, there's no the every now and again they'll break the fourth wall. I mean, they're they're it's just merely there to entertain you, man. So, Jack, since you threw that out there, explain to me the Shakespearean elements of that. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, it is. Uh, it, it, there's there's always, you know, the the protagonist and antagonist. Yep. And there's drama over, you know, who's better or property and, yeah. and, 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 you know, there's, there's love interests and conflict and yeah, it, it is a, a whole lot like plays. 
So, so how, what's, so, so I know that there's, and I do not, I'm not one of those people who say that it isn't a sport because obviously it is the, the people who do it have to be incredible athletes to be able to, sure to do what they do. But, but in terms, if you're going to break it down to a pie chart row, yes. in terms of the storylines versus the physicality, how would you break down the, the, uh, why you like uh, okay. wrestling? So I like. I like the entertainment factor in it. The storylines are, are interesting. I get it. A lot of people like to say that wrestling's fake. When I think they say fake, I think what they're trying to say is predetermined. Yes, sure. it, 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 it yeah. is very scripted. It's very predetermined. They they base it off of who what the fans like. I mean, most of the time they sure. do. I mean, Hulk Hogan, nobody knows who Hulk Hogan is if he's not doing this thing. And they're like, oh, it's wrestling. Well, it's that thing Hulk Hogan does. But you know, it's a it, nobody knows who Terry Bollea is, but everyone knows who Hulk Hogan is. But I mean, he yeah, yeah. he was this this you know uh, this entertainment piece, and I think you know sport sport wise, you have to remember. I mean, yes, it is fake. They're not if they're really punching each other in the face. Why don't they have a black eye? Why isn't their face swelled uh, up? Why, you know what I mean? It's 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 an art form in a in a in a certain aspect. It's just like I had somebody the other day tell me, oh. Oh, you and I was super excited because I just done this podcast stuff for this wrestling event, and I go in and like the, this lady tells me, "Well, you know, wrestling's fake," and I go, "Well, don't you know that Robert De Niro's fake?" And she looked at me like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I go, "I go, he's a, I like he's an actor. He's not really he's not really um you know he's not really the guy in Cape Fear. He's not really that he's not really Bernie Burns or whatever his name is in in Meet the Parents. He's an actor. So Hulk Hogan is an actor." Kurt Angle is an actor slash wrestler, but Kurt Angle is a legit wrestler. He knows how to mat wrestle kind of thing. Brock Lesnar is an entertainer. These people are doing the same thing they are, but it's frowned upon because it's in this environment where men are wearing tights and whatever, and they mm-hmm. and it just looks stupid. But I, I think it's it, it's entertaining to me. I mean, I don't watch as much as I used to, but I like the fact because there's some people that throw in comedy into it, like like Colt Cabana does, or um, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe like uh, man, there's 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 comedic there's a lot of comedic wrestlers that that have done that same bit. Like I think maybe a Santino Morella, but it's just. I mean, I like it just because it's like a. Some people like to say it's a men's soap opera, and I'm like, yep, that's true. And I mean, and if you think about it, UFC would not have gotten the mainstream attention if there wasn't a Brock Lesnar in there. Brock Lesnar is a legit is a legit wrestler. He was a collegiate champion. I mean, he does professional wrestling, but he made UFC. He mo- he kind of gave UFC this mainstream attention because of where he came from and who he is, and yeah. he makes millions of dollars doing what he does. So I mean. He was in the UFC for a little while, right? Yeah, he was. Rock. Yeah, he did. He started yeah. off. He started off with WWE. Then he went to UFC. Then he came back to WWE, and and he's been yeah. doing it on and off. I mean, nobody. If The Rock does not do professional wrestling, we don't know who Dwayne Johnson is. You know what I mean? All right. Oh, sure enough, and I I think um, he's actually like the highest paid actor in he, Hollywood. I remember he is. reading that. Dude, that he he, yeah. he is the highest paid actor right now in Hollywood, which is crazy. You're like, wow, this guy was a professional wrestler at one point. He's a third-generation wrestler. His dad wrestled, his grandfather wrestled, and now he's this, He's a very successful guy. And he's, I think he was one of the first people to really see and sink his teeth into what he really was. And he saw yeah. that he could do professional wrestling for seven or eight years, and then he you know, catapulted to Hollywood, and he went back to WWE. He goes back and forth, and but he's, sure. he's an amazing actor now. Do you think he's going to – I remember seeing him talk at a Republican event years ago. Yeah. 
I think it was like for the uh, Republican National Convention, and this is within like probably twelve years ago or something. Yeah, I think, sixteen. Years I think ago. he was. I think he was. I think he was supporting Bush back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back a while back. <laughs> But um, I, I haven't heard anything. Well, he probably doesn't want to do politics right now because there's no money in it and a lot of headaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might have been that. That could have been contractual because back then, I mean, he basically signed his entire life to the WWE for a while. Yeah, and, and I, McMahon could have just said, "Okay, you're gonna go do this convention speech because." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we own you. <laughs> yeah, and I think that the WWE was really pushing, you know getting kids to vote because that demographic that they had, because I think in 2008 they did the same thing at the Republic convention and then the democratic mm-hmm. convention. But a lot of these, I don't, it, to me, it seems like a lot of like a list celebrities support blue versus red. It seems right. Or some, well, I mean, I don't want to go into to Tom Brady because we know who he supports and you should be shaking. <laughs> you should be shaking your head at him, by the way, Andy. I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I'm just That's, making sure. Uh, it's just shameful. Just shameful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Most most celebrities are part of the uh, liberal left wing yeah. conspiracy, the Hollywood conspiracy. Yeah. And if you ask any uh, real real Trump supporters, it only takes like not real Trump supporters. I'm sorry, a certain contingent of Trump supporters. It's only a hop, skip, and a jump from liberal left wing Hollywood types to <laughs> Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I know we're I know we're we're pressed for time, so I just wanted to ask you guys one talk about one more thing and I know we gotta bounce, but um did you guys see Alec Baldwin impersonate Donald Trump at least? Oh Brilliant. heck yeah. Brilliant. Beautiful. Magic. <laughs> I and I gotta tell you, man, I, I I've made the argument to people who because you, you you talk to people who aren't very into politics. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. You? No, Baldwin, oh, yeah, yeah. you still there, Jack? Sound cut Jack. out. I think Jack's not with us, bro. Jack, I got, I got it, I got okay. it. Okay, Jack's back. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I hit a button. Um, you hit a button. How dare you, sir? And he's not even, <laughs> and he's not even drinking, Andy Hall. It just shows you how fucking amazing I am, my friend. <laughs> it's, it, it's... Go ahead, Jack. Okay, sorry. so you know, you talk to people who aren't very into politics, and you try and make an, and you know, you say, well, you know, this candidate, that candidate, I don't really care, blah blah blah. And, and my argument for the last couple weeks has been i want four more years of kate mckinnon playing hillary clinton oh yeah <laughs> so good yeah she, she really does sub up hillary's social awkwardness you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i loved uh so, i i loved uh the way kim peel did obama man that was just oh yeah beautiful the, magic the translator luther yeah, the was it the the well the well, the angry angry translator and then the 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 Obama, Obama the early years with Barry O. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> he's over there talking. He's like, what does he say? Like intercepted. No, don't fall asleep on Barry O. You know, and he's like throughout the and he's like they show him like all baked. It's hilarious. And and the, the cool thing about him is that he openly admits that you know he did he did that stuff. He partied. Yeah. He did all that stuff. And versus like Clinton, where he was just. He denied it, or he just said he inhaled. But I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, it's different times. In another, in another ten years or so, you know, I mean, Massachusetts is voting on full legalization of marijuana. I know Nevada is voting for full legalization, not just medical marijuana stuff, but full legalization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in so another. Oh, no, no, so, okay. So, and, so is Arizona. And, and so is California. What? What? what okay. Yeah, there's a. Yeah. Well, 
Texas is just falling behind because they're super conservative. But I, I'm I'm voting for it. I would love to vote for it. Yeah. More people would vote for marijuana than they would for president of the United States. <laughs> they would. Yeah, they would. Because every, everyone knows marijuana. Everyone's been acquainted with it on a personal basis. And everybody like, loves Mary Jane is what you're saying. Everybody. Everybody wants a piece of that. You know? So, yeah, they, they would vote. Oh, yes. All right, guys. Well, um, we've, we've gone a little bit longer than anticipated. Are we, are we good on time or do we, uh, do we need I got to go because okay. I got Okay. Like, All right, guys. Yeah. So, um, Jack, you've been on the show. Thank you so much for coming back on. Andy, thank yeah. you for coming on. But before we go, can you guys tell everyone where they can find you guys? All right. Well, you can find the Naked Diner podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, any podcatcher app that you that you listen to. You can find the show feed over at my site at zxh-creative.com. Uh, you can... Andy plug. <laughs> Andy plug. My plug is that I run the funniest atheist blog there is. It's at Laughing in Disbelief. I do jokes. I share a bunch of videos from comedians, and it isn't always godless material either. It's yeah. just a lot of a lot of crazy fun. You can find me on Twitter at Laugh Purgatory. And if there's anyone who wants to throw me a few shekels, I can show up. At your bar mitzvah, I can't do um, uh, balloon animals or or your auntie's 80th birthday party, and maybe I'll work clean. I don't know, but I can do that. You can contact me on Twitter or through the blog. Yeah, heck yeah, guys! It was an awesome time talking with you guys. I think over two I had a hours. lot of fun. Yeah, dude, I had a blast. Yeah, thank you so much for being on, and uh, good luck with everything. You guys have to come back. We didn't even cover the atheism and everything else. Maybe one day we'll talk about that more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah, we can do that. All right, guys. All right, All right. bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank See you. See you later, man. Thanks. Okay, so that was my conversation with Jack and Andy Hall from the Naked Diner podcast. So now we're going to go ahead and get into our conver- my conversation with the Sam Slade. Guys, follow him on Twitter at Sam, the Sam Slade. Check him out on face- his Facebook page at facebook.com slash Sam Slade. Follow his, uh, his stuff. He's very quirky. He's a cool guy. I love talking to him as always. And uh, let's go ahead and get into our my conversation with Sam. He's going to do it. I think Barack Obama is going to leave office in January uh, unless... For some reason, Russia steals the election for Putin. I mean, uh, for Trump, mm-hmm. and then Obama will probably not leave office. Uh, hopefully, and uh, the country will be fine with that. But aside from that whole crisis situation, fantasy league deal, I think what I've read that he's going to do is work on a couple issues, and I know he's going to need a long Hawaiian vacation as he deserves. Yeah. But uh, he's going to get to work with Eric Holder, his former uh, attorney general, on mm-hmm. a initiative to fix gerrymandering across the country and to start mm-hmm. making sure that congressional districts get redistrict in a bipartisan way as opposed to the party in power gets to draw the lines, which is the way it works now. And that every so often that just more often than not turns out the Republicans are the ones in power in Congress and in state governments. So they get to draw the lines. 
Oh, okay. So we end up, uh, the you know, you hear Trump bitching about rigged elections. Well, the rigged elections are in the congressional districts where they are purposely cut up, like where me and you live. It's been cut up for this dude, Lamar Smith, uh, to continue to get reelected so that they know they didn't have to worry about it. Uh, so that's one of the things he's going to work on. The other one that I, I know that I've seen him talk about that he wants to work on mm-hmm. is, uh, fixing criminal justice reform, which would be, uh, you know, drug offenses and, yeah. uh, people going to prison for silly things. Uh, we're not talking about murder or rape or grabbing them by the pussy. We're talking <laughs> about guys getting busted with a little bit of weed. Right. And it ruins right. the fucking life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's not right. And I think those will be his main two issues and then probably campaign finance reform. But I, I, I think he's going to take a little vacation and uh, and then yeah, he's not going anywhere, man. He's going to be back on the front line. And it's going to be very interesting to have a president who is, you know, 55 years old, out of office and still sleeves rolled up, ready to get to work. And yeah. Once you're at that point of ex-president, there's really no one who can call you out other than another ex-president. And as far as that club goes, it's, you know, H.W. Bush, as classy as he was, as far as old school Republican, he, you know, man, he's one foot out the door. He's not doing well. Uh, And then you have Bill and, you know, he'll be in the house again. Yeah, uh, he'll he'll be like, I am not here. I have so much free time on my hands these days. And then you have uh and then Jimmy Carter, right? And then oh, and yeah, then Jimmy. Obama. Yeah, yeah, who we give no love to, you know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Obama's not Obama, think about it. He's got Jimmy Carter's like ninety, so you gotta think Obama has thirty five years to where he's make, going to make an impact on just American culture. Yeah. That's true. So, That's true, man. So uh this wow, I mean, uh, very politically, political. Gosh, politically heavy today, Sammy. So how you how you feeling, Sammy? I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm excited about this game six tonight. I'm it's, I'm very charged up about that. Um, it ought to be a good game. I'll tell you what, I was having a rough uh rough week, rough couple weeks. Uh. And then one morning you wake up and you turn on the news and uh. Uh, your comedic hero is uh, rocking the gear of your favorite baseball team yeah. at the home of your political hero, and you're like, maybe there still is good left in this world. Yeah. So that was like Christmas two days ago. That was that was fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, I'm really I'm really uh, excited about the series, and as we talk about the Cubbies, I have a I have an ESPN magazine that was gifted to me by a fellow cubby, and it was the, the ESPN magazine where Anthony Rizzo is kissing the bat. I don't know if you've seen that cover. Right yeah, so I've got Anthony oh. Rizzo sitting here on my desk kissing Good. the bat. Yeah, and I had my Cubs hat on, and, and the my baby girl just uh, commandeered it, and now she's running around with it on. Well, good. Yeah, start so, them early. Oh. Yeah, so we're all excited uh, about I- flying the W. And I, I, I don't you know, have a, I don't have a Cub shirt. I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't have a Cub shirt, but I have a my Blackhawks shirt on right now. We're working on the well, Cub shirt. But if you got a hat, that, that's all you need, man. No, but and, I love and shirts, the thing though. is, is my my deal with Rizzo is that man does not get enough credit. Oh no, he, he puts up the same numbers as as uh, as Chris Bryant does. I mean, almost verbatim numbers this season. And we all talk about Chris Bryant, but. 
dude Rizzo, he he's a tough bastard. Oh yeah, he's a he's rugged. He's a tough guy. Uh, you know we uh we we you know we've been podcasting a lot together. First you were on my show with two episodes, and then you sure. did you've done you've been making the podcast rounds in the circuit. Robin Slim, it's like it's like I'm I'm campaigning or something on yeah, podcast. You no. were on Robin Slim. You were on horribly awkward. You were on the Naked Diner, and here you are back on the. I, I was on the three one two out of Chicago. Oh yeah, the three one uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you were on that one. Um, you're so you're back here, and uh, we we were both together on the horribly awkward, which is kind of cool. I'm a two time guest now on horribly awkward. Now you're a two time guest of of war. Welcome back. That's that's uh, I'm I'm flattered to be back, man. It's uh, I'm just trying to make podcasts great again. You know, that's really all <laughs> I'm trying. To do. So tell me, man. Um. We, we, we chat a lot. You know, we, we text each other a lot now, ever since we met up and you did the pod back in August and or September, but yeah, yeah. So you, you, uh, you did the Robin Slim. Can you tell, tell us a little bit about that experience for yourself? Cause you went in kind of guns blazing and then you kind of changed it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, man. I, so I, I came down to your place and I did your show and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and we hung out in the man cave and we had a great time and it was a very low key laid back. We talked about this on horribly awkward a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, we had a very sincere conversation, Yeah. but man, when you do, when you do Robin slim, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're coming on the show at like nine 30 at night, central time yeah. where we are San Antonio, mm-hmm. Austin. It's ten thirty in Jersey in fucking Hoboken or wherever they are, and they are wasted, and <laughs> they have—I mean—they have just handed over the keys to uh, to Slammy, and it's the kind of deal where if you don't come in there, you, you know, you you can't take a, a knife to a gunfight kind of deal. You know, you yeah. got to be ready. Yeah, cause and I, you know, I don't I don't act like that on your show, but that's no, because no, no. you're a civilized gentleman, and, and Robin Slim don't claim to be. And, and I wouldn't expect them to be, but Slammy, forget it. He, he's a, he's a piece of trash. I hope he hears that. <laughs> are you being serious right now? Or are you just, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I think Slammy's a dirt bag and I hope he hears it. And, uh, you know, I will, uh, if he wants to call me out, then, uh, we can take care of this either at the Frank Irwin center or, uh, whatever, uh, you know, whatever, just, dirty scummy arena they want to pick over on the east coast and i'll meet slammy there and we'll throw down like like uh what is it it's halloween so what would that event be what do we call it these days uh the halloween event used to have a name when we were kids oh halloween havoc yes yes okay Okay, so yes sir so So if slammy wants to meet me at halloween havoc he can pick the venue (laughs) and i will see him there all right, so are, you're cutting a promo on him on my show. I mean, you're you're not. So you're 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 basically working the crowd, aren't you? Or you just really no, no, you, no, you no, really no. despise I, the guy? No, no, no. I I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> Hundred and eighty degrees, brother. Hundred and eighty <laughs> degrees. I oh, I thought you were gonna you were doing like a. You it know, goes round and round. Wow. Okay. Cream of the crop, Mean Gene. I thought you were going like Slamborghini, like yeah, baby. No, no, no. I, I'm willing to take on Slamborghini anywhere, anytime. I think if you go back and listen, <laughs> oh, I love no. Robin Slim. Oh, they're great guys. But if you, if you go back to my last appearance on Robin Slim when they wanted me to debate, uh, mm-hmm. which was like even more lopsided than Hillary debating Trump. I mean, it wasn't a fair fight. It was, 
you know, it was 95 Greg Maddox pitching against a blind kid with no arms. It wasn't <laughs> fair. <laughs> and uh, I went on there, and I think it, you can watch it on YouTube. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Lamborghini, he, he can't keep up, and he says, you know what, I'm done. He throws in the towel. So, you know, if he wants to meet me again in the match, uh, you know, I'll see him in Halloween Havoc. Well, well, I like it because you're, you're talking in Trump's voice, and you're, you're talking shit to him, and Rob and Slim are just in stitches. Rob is in stitches, and he's laughing his ass off, and Slammy is just, like, talking about raping people, and but, you know, getting them, getting them in the tush the whole time, and then... And like you, after such like, a sweetie, you're such a sweetie, bro. Getting them in the tush. I'm pretty sure Sammy never said. I know. Them in the tush. I know. But you're I such, know. You're such you're a sweetheart. No, I know. I'm I'm being real sweet right now. But I mean, it's just he's talking about raping people and and fucking them and everything like that. And and then and then you just go. Hey, well, the, the part that I started laughing was like you were in doing the Trump voice, and all of a sudden you just go. Slammy, are you okay? Did someone spy, put a roofie in your drink? What's going on, man? Well, but he he caught to the fact that he he did roofie himself because in Jersey that's <laughs> called Friday night. You know, I mean, have you seen the guy? I mean, oh, I don't I don't yeah. want your show and plug another show, especially after you had the the great guys from Naked Diner yeah. who were who are class acts and, and Robin Slimar too. But I'm not going to give a bunch of you know. Yeah, free free press to some jabroni that needs to be you know taken for a walk down Heartbreak Avenue. But I'll tell you what, he's uh, there's no business that he needs to be you know getting on a podcast with me. But that's that's really all I have to say about that, Mean Gene. All right, all right, all right, brother. Let's so um anyway uh so I'm Mean Gene right now. Okay um, I don't hey, know. is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. He's got to still be kicking, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like in his 70s or his 80s. Yeah, he's still alive. Dude, how old did he seem when we were kids, right? He looked he looked old, but I think it's because um, he had the uh, – his he had, he was bald, so he was naturally, you know, just, a, you know, hereditary, just losing his hair. So, yeah, yeah look, I'm looking it up right – looking looking him yeah, up right now. He's what a 70, voice, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, 73 years old. He had a great voice. Dude, he's – so he's fucking Trump's age. Can you? Be- I can't even believe that. Donald Trump looks like shit, dude. Sam, are you there? Hey, Sam. Sammy. Hello. Can you hear me? Sa- Samuel. Hello? Oh, there you are, Samuel. What? Yeah, did I'm you, here. Did I you can lose hear me you. for a yeah. second? Yeah, I did lose you for a second, Samuel. Right. Oh, the fun of live broadcasting. No, let me tell you. I mean, if you were in person, we would have just been looking at each other right now. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't make it down. I know, I know. All right, guys. Well, that was the podcast with Sam. A little bit shorter than I had wanted, but we had some things to work on So uh, uh, here at the house, so I had to cut that conversation short. Sam, Jack, and Andy, thank you all so much for being on the podcast. You got again, guys. Follow Sam on Twitter at the Sam Slade. Um, follow Jack on Twitter at LED Flashing, and follow Andy Hall at at Laugh Purgatory on Twitter. And check out their podcast. I was on the show. I'm their best guest of all time. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, guys, um, let's go ahead and get out of here and let's start talking about social media: Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Royal Santos Jr. You can check out my website worldofro.com for past episodes. And you can check out everything that's going on in my life, so to speak. Also, um, Facebook.com slash row is my Facebook page for the podcast. Give it a like, thumbs up, and let people know how much you enjoy it. You can leave me a comment there. 
Um, also, um, I'm on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Royal Santos Jr. If you guys want a friend request me, you can go and do that. If I think you're cool enough, or maybe you think I'm cool enough, we'll be friends, right? I mean, why can't we be friends? War said it best. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, uh, if you have any questions for me, and if maybe you want to be a guest, you can email me at roelsjrgmail.com, and uh, I'll answer your questions, or maybe we'll talk or something. Special thanks to Omar, the producer, Brandon Manabusin, people who have supported me in the podcast, and the Patreon supporter, Aaron Castillo. Thank you so much. Also, again, guys, a special thanks to Waylon Thornton and the Heavy Hands for, for, for providing the music. And that's going to do it. Uh, you've been listening to The World of Row, and stay tuned as The World of Row turns. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. And remember, go Cubs, go.